0: Hello and welcome to the Divine Renovation Podcast, where we work with leaders and teams to help them bring their parish from maintenance to mission. My name is Ron Huntley, and in the studio with me today is Kate Robinson. Good morning, Hello. Kate. Good <laughs>
1: morning. It's great to be here with
0: you. This is an exciting time. It's going to be a fun podcast because we just finished the Divine Renovation 18 conference.
1: Just finished. We're which... still, it's still so fresh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a whirlwind. It was a circus. Oh, it yeah. was a blast. And we're just such a privilege, isn't it?
1: Oh, total privilege and blessing
0: to be a part of this. Ridiculous,
1: whole thing. really. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Yeah,
0: honestly. Um, so, Kate. Give us a highlight. Like one what, of what's one oh, of the things that you're taking. I know it's hard. It's to hard it so to many choose things. just
1: one. There've been so many rich blessings, just encountering people and and seeing how they're impacted, our own people and all of us. But uh, one highlight I'd love to share is that we had. I, I think this has been shared before. A few weeks prior to the the conference, we asked all our parishioners to take um, the name of a parish with oh, yeah. them after you know on their way out of mass, and to keep that parish in prayer and their team in prayer. And it was really beautiful, and the people were so excited to do it, to just be lifting people up. I mean, we pray for um, parishes every week, and our prayer is the faithful. So Corey, my husband, and I, we grabbed our name, and, and we got home, and I said, okay, like, let's have some time of prayer and lift up this parish. And so we did that, and it was great. Now, a part of me, um, one of my strength themes is input, and I love to you know, gather information. So I immediately went online. Yeah, I looked them up and I was like, let's see, I'm so excited. I want to see, who, you know, maybe they've been talking about divine motivation. I, I read their bulletin. I, you know, I tried to look for divine motivation references. That's a great
0: idea. I wouldn't even have thought to do that.
1: Yeah, it's, so it was fun. So I, and I have to admit, I have to confess, I was a little disappointed because I couldn't, Make immediate contact, and I didn't see anyone speaking about divine intervention specifically. And I tweeted to them, and I didn't receive a response, but that was okay. So dealing with rejection, I was was, uh, okay. I was sort of like, well, okay. But then I said, Lord, um, you know, as I pray for this parish each day, I'd love to meet someone from the parish as they come, you know. So, and then. And I kept praying and then that was that. Well, on the Monday morning mass of the conference, we had prayer partners, which is what we do here every weekend at St. Benedict Parish, just inviting people to always have someone to pray for them during the mass. Yeah. And so um, I turned around and and you know shook hands and met the woman behind me at mass and we agreed to be prayer partners. And then it wasn't until Tuesday that we discovered that she was from the parish I was praying for.
0: That gives me goosebumps.
1: Oh, and so we had a little moment because I was just so honored and 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 you know to encounter her, and she was so beautiful and just (laughs) excited to be there. And I just I just said, Lord, thank you so much for that gift because yeah, I'd wanted that. He totally answered my prayer, (laughs) and yeah, we we took a picture together and we just shared a few moments about you know their journey and. Um, yeah it was just it was really beautiful, and I mean it just speaks to the the whole you know wrapping it all in prayer and then encountering people and their experience of the conference and yeah it was it was rich I was I was so grateful for that
0: Good for you yeah. I love that I love that you know it's, it was fun i 'd say one of the there' lots of highlights mm-hmm. to your point. I think one of the most powerful moments for me, and I didn't know it was coming. Mm. But I think Father James was just really inspired to pray for Ireland. Oh, you know, we just we know they just went again. through a really difficult experience with their vote and things like that, and and so we just called all the Irish delegates to the front of the church and and asked them if it was okay if we mm. would lay hands and pray for them. And uh, several of them just they were just weeping um, tears of healing. It yeah. it was just so beautiful, beautiful. and. I could just feel their national mm-hmm. pain, absolutely. And it re- I found it incredibly moving. And what an honor 100%. to be able to pray with our brothers and sisters. Like it's so unifying, isn't it? When absolutely. we're praying with people from all over the world, some who don't even speak English.
1: Yeah, incredible.
0: You know, unified there in the name of Jesus Christ, yeah. with a hope for the local church, 100%. right? Like, like this is a movement of the church.
1: Because yes. you think of how the the Irish have impacted. You know, the world, world, you know, as missionaries, like everywhere, there were Irish priests sent, you know, all the corners of the earth and now they need our support. So that was just a beautiful, there weren't many dry eyes when that was occurring. It was, I love how, yeah, I think Father James was inspired by the Holy Spirit in that moment and it just worked out. It was it was beautiful. I've seen a few photos of it, and mm. it moves me to tears to see and think of it.
0: Yeah, it was epic. You know, one of the other times that I was really had to look away because I I don't like to cry in public. So, <laughs>
1: and
0: so but I, I I could hardly contain myself, and all the volunteers mm. at the end of the conference just poured in and just filled the altar, and of course we're praising God in the process, singing songs at the top of our lungs, and everybody's given a standing ovation for all the volunteers, and they're just beaming with joy, because they just loved being a part of this. They loved serving, and uh, what was, was that beautiful. like for you? And
1: for many of them, I loved how they kind of came through the center aisle, and people were patting them, and you know, praying for them. You know, it was just—it was so beautiful. And many of them never set foot in—you know—they didn't attend the conference as such, right? right? They—they no they were was working so behind, the, you know, <laughs> and they were working behind the scenes sacrificially and doing so much work. And to see them come up to the front, and then I know that many of them recognized a lot of the people because they've been interacting with the delegates. Of course, that's a huge highlight for so many for the time. And so just, that's such a highlight to see. It's like the crescendo of, you know, we are all praising God together, and the joy was so, so real on everyone's faces, and and you could see, you know, the delegates themselves were so honored to be served so lovingly and so sacrificially. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty beautiful because I, I think you weren't the only one who was struggling there. Uh, Father Simon, who was, you know, speaking to his people as pastor, he, he was he was having a hard time a little bit, too, with his words there. So that was really beautiful.
0: <laughs> it would be Julie. so cool if we just would get over ourselves, but I find it so hard to do when it comes to that. I just, like, I try to hold it all together. You know, I, I uh, talked to another lady who— was there with 25 people from all over Mm. the country that she was from. And people came with different um, levels of engagement Mm -hmm. or, you know, what is this divine Mm. renovation thing? Is it for real? Like, I don't know, whatever. could use a trip to Halifax. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people come with different motivations, Mm -hmm. but she said they left 100% unified, sold out and all in for what we're doing and,
1: Beautiful. Isn't that crazy. I, I love what um well you actually took us through an exercise at our staff meeting prior to the conference that was really beautiful where we we, you know, we always wait on the Holy Spirit and we have expectant faith and so we wait to hear what this spirit might be speaking to us and speaking in about these churches. And I love um we were all receiving, you know. Different things we, you know, received from the Spirit about some of these parishes and about some of these people and how they were going to be moved and how we felt they were going to have an encounter at the conference. Um, and so I thought that was a really beautiful um, moment too, and to see how people were moved and in- impacted, and to realize too that people are coming at this from very different places. True. And there's, you know, maybe a little less skepticism than for Dr. Sixteen. There's, you know, maybe there's people who are, you know, more familiar with Divine Revelation Ministry and. And that, but nonetheless, people who were, yeah, just um, left in a, in a much different place, you know, some time of healing. I know one um, priest shared one of the highlights for him was the time that he had to spend with his team, just that, you know, to have time to spend and to unpack the sessions and, to, and the talks and to grow together as a team. And I thought that's a really beautiful reality, too, is to have that, that time to sort of focus in on leadership and prayer together.
0: Remember when we went to Parish Catalyst, like you mm-hmm. and I were both on the senior leadership yeah. team, as you still are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, it, you know, it was all the way with Parish Catalyst <laughs> in California that yeah. we actually got together <laughs> as a team and had the time yeah. to really lean in over a couple of days yeah. into things that would then go on to form Absolutely. our direction for, for years ahead. And, and, you know, that was one of the things I think Dan, our executive director, and the mm-hmm. planning team did a really good job of this time is creating more space for downtime yes. and longer lunches and longer suppers, so that people could do that very thing. And probably the absolute opposite of what I would naturally do. I'd <laughs> I'd chew up every minute of everybody's time. But but in his wisdom, he he did change the. Yeah, the I pace. love that.
1: I know for me, I found. Um, because I I'm not necessarily someone who encountered and met all the delegates like some people you know um, like I think of my husband Corey I feel like he met everyone who was here which is beautiful <laughs> and you, you probably you know know and met everyone well I had um, less interaction you know with small a smaller number of people but those interactions I found were so powerful to hear people's stories and to hear their sharing and to learn from you know things they're doing in their parishes really? or the hope that they're feeling and the and the renewal going on so. I I found that very I'm very grateful for those moments with different people that sort of got to you know we kind of kind of got to dive deeper into what it is that they're doing and yeah in the coffee breaks I had a couple of really good conversations really? and yeah so that was a real can blessing you think for of anything too.
0: specific that comes to mind when well
1: you? I had. Um, I don't know if it's appropriate to name names or not, but I had a really good chat at one coffee break with Curtis, who's from Texas. Oh, and I love Curtis. <laughs> he's wonderful, and it's just neat to hear because he's in a—they're in a very large parish—and so to hear what they're doing in their context, and and also to connect with some places where they might be able to help us in terms of different aspects of our ministry and communications. Right. So that was a real blessing for me to have those those moments, and uh, yeah, I was just yeah. You
0: know, it's fun, and you wouldn't know this about about Curtis, but it's been so fun to watch him grow as a leader. Mm. He's an amazing musician. He's part of their senior leadership team mm-hmm. at that parish. And and to watch him, I, I love how he authentically wrestles mm-hmm. with important issues around leadership. And he's just a p- person of high integrity. Yeah. And he takes that integrity to, to the the transition to leadership, which for a lot of churches— is a transition because most of us are doers of ministry, yes. not leaders yes. of ministry, and that's a horse of a different color. It
1: really is. It, and I loved hearing about people's lived experience where they're trying to live out their leadership, um, and it made me feel incredibly grateful for the time that we've had, you know, that we had as a senior leadership team to really lean in. Not always easy, but all <laughs> you know, often fun, and and so grateful for those times where we really dug in and and continue to dig in. And try to authentically live what it is that you know you're coaching <laughs> into constantly. Hard. It's so hard. It's so fun, and there's nothing better. But it is hard. It's My very hard.
0: Line from you of all time is because it is hard, and you know it's never-ending hard. And at one point, you went, like, pretend that you were holding a placard sign. You went, "We want maintenance. We want maintenance." <laughs>
1: The temptation is real. Yeah, let it's me go real. back to yeah. the it was. Let's just throw it into reverse and go back there and try to maintain a few things. Forget yeah.
0: everything we've told you over yeah. the last while. We can't take it anymore. Because we, we constantly have to reinvent ourselves constantly. as we continue down this path of, of, of innovation and newness. And it's scary. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we to quit.
1: Well, and another cool example for me was, and um, one of the days uh, after the conference, when we had the you had the day with the Divine Renovation Network parishes, and, and you walked us through a bit of a coaching exercise, and it was great. And you challenged us to to listen and not, you know, just and uh, it was wonderful. And then you were like, "So how'd you do as a coach?" And we had to kind of grade each other. And yeah, how'd it was, that go? It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it, and I loved how it was like, "Okay, we're doing this. You know, we're actually going to live it. We're going to mean it." And uh, yeah, I had a, I found that a really great exercise too. So living it and doing it and being challenged by it and stretching ourselves. Well, and a lot of this
0: stuff, you know, some people say, I remember, you know, doing a lot of public speaking stuff and people say, oh, you're such a natural speaker. To which I'd say, no, I wasn't. (laughs) I had to work at this Mm. endlessly to get over my, I was petrified as a speaker and I didn't understand anything. Mm. And actually trained for years mm. to get over my fear, number one, but then to start to develop some skills so I can develop some competencies. And so when they see you at the other end, they say, oh, you're so natural. It's like, no, I wasn't. But I would say a lot of that is true with leadership. Oh, you're such mm. a natural leader. No, mm-hmm. you know, there's some component of that, but a lot of it is actually learned skills. Yes. And we can learn these skills and equip people. And that's why the Divine Renovation Network and the association yes. are, are, are things we're very excited about because these are skills we want to mm-hmm. share. And some of the sharings come from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we want to share it all to speed up people's progress so that they can actually accomplish the very yeah. things that God's placed on their hearts for their local church. You know, yeah, that's our awesome. belief.
1: I loved, um, you know, when, when you know, the various times where different churches were interviewed or their panels, their senior leadership teams were up there and they spoke to, you know, how they're, you know, learning and growing as leaders and how they're incorporating a lot of the things that, you know, they're learning and, and different things. I felt that, you know, was very inspiring to hear about how, you know, their lived reality and their situations and different personalities and how they're learning to lead, you know, and to to lean into their giftedness. And I thought that was really beautiful to hear such a different
0: model, isn't um, yeah,
1: it? Yeah. No, it's it's amazing. I loved hearing like Father Michael from Montreal, you know, who spent time here. So, you know, we're close. And his team, they were just fantastic. And they got up there and spoke about, you know, he spoke about some of the challenges they have faced and, and how they've, you know, hit them head on. And it, it hasn't been easy, but they just have a great team and they love and trust one another and how grateful he is to have them and how what that's done for his priesthood. Like that was just beautiful to hear.
0: You know, I I remember asking him in that interview, you know, now that you've experienced working out of a senior leadership team, like if everybody moved away all of a sudden, would you go back to the way you used to lead? Mm. He said, I can't go back. Yeah. Like you can't experience this and then go back to the way it was. It's like leaving Egypt and and heading out to the province, You can't go back. And a lot of these priests are experiencing the priesthood in an entirely new way when they have the humility to lead Mm. out of a team.
1: Like father Patty it's hard not to think of father Patty he's so delightful and he's so fired up for all this and he's doing he's got a great team and he loves his team and you can tell and they love him and I find that beautiful too to see these people you know some because he celebrated his 46th anniversary of ordination exactly. during the conference and he's just on fire and he's <laughs> excited you know he's excited he's trying new things he's leading in a beautiful way yeah. Um, he yeah so I I mean, he was here before, too, and I consider him a friend, so I... I was just so excited to see him, you know, a few times speaking going to for what he's it doing. And and it's just going for it. It's beautiful.
0: There's a couple of emails that mm. I received as follow-ups from some of these people. One of them is from Mike Gentile. Uh, his wife is on the senior leadership team at mm. Father Michael Leclerc's church in Montreal. And he writes me a note, said, I enjoyed the live stream very much. He's such an excitable guy. Like, I just love him. He jacks me out. I'll be there for sure in 2020, exclamation mark. I already told Ellie it's my turn to go. <laughs> so, so, Michael, we look forward to having you. We can't wait to see you when you come in 2020. What not that fun? And then uh, from Jean Pankow, who is um, with Father Patty, uh, she said this, you know, in terms of some of her highlights, is joining with over 650 people from around the world who are passionate about the renewal of our church was a powerful sign of hope for the future amidst a culture saturated in secularism and consumerism. Together we celebrated the Eucharist Parade, with and for each other in shared successes and challenges in our journeys of renewal at parishes and dioceses. Language and cultural barriers were broken down by our common bond of faith and our shared desire to help others come to know and love Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? beautiful? She goes on to say, lastly, later on in that same note, we engaged in worship and praise, invoking the Holy Spirit to fall upon us and guide us Communally and individually. Perhaps for the first time, she Mm -hmm. says, I felt a sense of complete surrender to the Holy Spirit and felt awashed in His grace. Wow.
1: That's beautiful. It gives me
0: goosebumps as I even read it.
1: Praying, you know, come Holy Spirit, and realizing that for some people that's not common. They're not used to praying that prayer and to have the teams gathered and doing that on Tuesday night and hopefully doing it, you know, at other times. Throughout it's oh it's beautiful. Right. Wow.
0: I remember Father James at one point leading up to the conference in twenty sixteen got a word and the word was I hope people are underwhelmed by us and overwhelmed by God. Yeah. Like what awesome. a beautiful word, eh?
1: Absolutely. Because so many, you know, just so many regular people, like we're just so regular, you know, and but surrendering and, and saying yes to serving. Um, we had a get together. Um, recently with both teams to kind of, yeah, you know, have a fun that. day just to celebrate, you know, <laughs> the conference and how the Lord's working. And um, we took some time to sort of share, you know, highlight, which again is challenging. But um, one of the people who worked really hard on like logistics in the background was sharing that, you know, in the lead up, it feels frantic and hectic and, you know, there's so much going on and, and so many kind of balls in the air, but then to, to actually encounter the delegates and see them face to face and, and just deal with that person right before you and see the joy and the hope and and the excitement, all the kind of worry and stress just completely dissolves, and you just think, wow, this to be a part of this is such a blessing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a really fun day, and there were so many different different sharings from different people and different perspectives. Really? Um, yeah. Like, I loved it. Like, Ryan, who's our facility manager, um, who was working very hard, you know, throughout the, the, the few <laughs> days, to, a lot of different aspects of of the building that you know he he's managing and working hard, he loved um, you know getting to hear some of the how parishes are being inspired um, around the world because you know he's not always hearing that in some ways right he's he's yeah, working he working so hard behind the scenes so supporting the scenes, we do, yeah. supporting it and not always you know not always so to see that. Um, and for him to share that yeah it was beautiful
0: I'm laughing because he shared it the at this at that staff oh. party day he said at <laughs> one point we, we had these exercises on the on the clergy day and uh, I don't know 10 to 15 clergy were with a staff member and it was supposed to be with a, with another member in the divine renovation network too but there's a little bit of confusion so he was there by himself and he had the delegation of Germans with him, and the translator wasn't there. He said it was the longest 10 minutes. I was like, we love our German delegation. Oh, but no. the poor guy didn't speak a word of the German. They didn't speak any English. The translator wasn't there, so oh, it wasn't all smooth. No,
1: and I mean, Ryan's got such a dry sense of humor. Doesn't like, he? I can so picture that. And it, we, yeah, that was a very good laugh. Another good laugh on that day was... Um, Mia was sharing, you know, Mia with she was sharing just the love and how she got to have these wonderful encounters with people who she'd met online or you know in various communications and then sure. they'd come up to her and be like, "Oh, you helped me so much." And to to hear that in person and be able to meet people and she described it as Kabumba kaboomba is actually how she described it as to feel the love, you know, the oh, sharing. Yes. And so yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that her, was
0: one of her Australian expressions. Exactly.
1: She brought yeah, to Canada another with a little Australianism or maybe a Miaism. I don't know. Know, but either way kaboomba I think that uh yeah. what was the
0: clergy day like because I was mm, at the alpha day and right. I'll talk about that in a minute but yeah. I, I'm curious from your standpoint mm. what was the clergy day
1: like it was wonderful um the morning father James and father Simon got up and shared myths about what it means to lead from maintenance to mission oh cool yeah and it was very well done they each they took turns each sharing and it was funny because I was I was timing them and and uh, yeah, so and I know that each they could have spoken on each one for like an hour, right? There's right. so many good.
0: Everyone could be its own talk.
1: hundred percent. And so then, um, so then afterwards, in our tables, we shared, you know, what what's you know what's the, kind of the biggest myth that uh, that you know that you were surprised about. And okay. so it was really interesting. I had an opportunity to talk to a few different priests in a, the small group I was in. Um, the priests who were wonderful. I'm very excited. These young priests who were on fire and just have such gifts. But they were sharing that. The one thing that really surprised them was one of the myths was don't think and focus all your energy on um, your own people, first and foremost. Like, right. feeling like you can't go out and be missional until you get this piece oh, right.
0: So important. And
1: so that was their experience of a myth. They thought, well, no, don't we need to kind of make sure our, our people are all fully aligned and... Yeah,
0: and full disciples exactly. and totally mature... and then
1: b- we can do Alpha, and then we can do these things. And so, so that was good. And there were a few others that were sharing that that was a big one for them. Um, so that was I if thought that's that was all
0: they took away. I know that's gigantic, big, very big. That's gigantic. Yeah, it was
1: wonderful. Did we
0: videotape that one? I don't think we. did. I don't did think we, we did video. It would have been a good yeah. one to video. It was there was
1: it? a lot of really rich content and a lot of um, um, there were some interviews with priests who are you know in various places in in the divine revelation kind of journey for them mm-hmm. and you know moving from from maintenance to mission and they were sharing their experiences and I think it was really. A beautiful opportunity for priests to hear, you know, and support one another, and to to hear, you know, the different places you can be on the journey and the challenges, but the hopefulness exactly. and the excitement.
0: Well, I often hear from pastors that in their own diocese, depending on where you at, like there's some very progressive dioceses that are doing mm-hmm. some exciting, innovative things. There really are, and then there are some that aren't. Yeah. And and some of those pastors who find themselves in dioceses that maybe are stuck in the maintenance mode. Uh, it can be very isolating and lonely when you start talking this language and and creating this hope in you, and you try to share it within your your brotherhood of priests, and, and they're just not interested. And it can be very lonely. So for the people to come as a collective group and, mm-hmm. and and share that experience, I think for a lot of people it just puts, you know, puts uh, stuff in the tank to, to Absolutely. keep it going.
1: It was neat. Two of the priests I was speaking to, they're they're signed together in a parish, and one had just been ordained on Saturday. So like days before the conference and they were so excited and they were talking about, you know, different aspects of what they were looking to do and, you know, talking about alpha and starting alpha. And yeah, it was, (laughs) it was, it's just really encouraging, you know, to hear their stories and, and yeah, they, Yeah, they were from Southern California, so yeah, it
0: was great. You know, it's interesting because I wasn't at the clergy Mm. day. Well, one, I'm not a clergy, but I was was at the Alpha Day, and that's why there wasn't filming done here because they're actually videotaping the whole thing. And and Kate, I'm telling you, I've been involved with Alpha for years and years and years, Mm. and I always try to get out to all their regional events. In fact, we've hosted Mm. multiple Mm. regional events here at St. Benedict Parish, and I'm always happy to do it because I believe it's such important work. Um, but if you're involved with something for long periods of time, it, at, at some point you feel like you've kind of heard the majority of it. Yes. And so it's nice little refreshers. Well, this one huh. was epic. Like my mind was exploding wow. time after time as these ah. presentations were given. I was so excited. Wow. I felt like there were just so many new concepts mm-hmm. and ideas shared that – in, invigorated me so much. I'm so glad that we caught it on yeah. film. Um, it was funny. I did the talk. It's funny. I was involved with planning it, but I'm not a details guy. And so I just let them put the schedule together. Mm. I didn't look at it until the day before, and I noticed they had me speaking after
1: lunch. <laughs> That's what Surprise. you get for Not paying yeah.
0: attention, right? <laughs>
1: but you're so natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, right. And so I knew it. It was really hot in that room, oh, right. right? So it's hot. You just had lunch, right? <laughs> it's the third day of a, a long yeah. conference, and so I just I knew I had to ham it up if I was going to keep anybody's yeah. attention. And so I was just a complete goofball. <laughs> and uh, I think we had lots of laughs as we explored the ten way, how to kill alpha in ten easy steps. And but the day itself, it was so great. It was so great to have a team people there from yeah. St. Benedict Parish, because you, know, you guys just hired a new person yeah. to deal with evangelization and,
1: Very and integration,
0: and yeah, so she we're was We're super there. excited.
1: And yeah, she said it was great. She echoed what you were saying, a lot of new things, which is so exciting, because you're right. After a while, it can sort of you know either slip into maintenance, or you think, well, there's nothing new under the sun. Well, there is, there's and there's constant new. innovation, yeah. and it's fantastic. So, yeah, Tanya um, started, you know, her first week was the week before the conference, so... <laughs> He we said, to "Jump job. right in. <laughs> Welcome to the job. Jump right in." So, I mean, she's been involved in alphas, you know, and and, and, and whatnot. So right, she's, she's part
0: of the game. She's, she's the part fruit of the game, of our plan, game plan. Yeah, is she's,
1: she? she's in the the sort of we consider it kind of the famous Connect group that Father James keeps showing the photo of around the world. Oh, you know, when he, when people ask him. Um, show us you know, shows your church, and he shows their connect group, which is very funny because they decided to do a goofy photo. Well, of course, that's the <laughs> one they had no idea that it would be shown. But uh, yeah, so she jumped right in with both feet, and you know, uh, had a fantastic experience. I think so far, so. Mm. But it's different, you know, being you know being in ministry and involved in ministry, and then when you come on board, you know, staff. A, as staff and what that looks like, mm. and the culture um, of staff, and and and. You know leadership and and how that is you know it's a bit of a different thing. So mm. super excited for her though. She's fantastic. We're so, so blessed. There's been a lot of
0: changes. Yes. You know when you think about the St Benedict staff within the last year, yeah, it's
1: been a lot of changes, a hasn't lot. there? Yeah, it feels like that's kind of what we've been doing. You know, we realized with Father Simon coming in, you know, to be pastor, it was like okay, let's you know ministry season. Let's 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 kind of survive. You know, I mean, yes. I, and make you know get through that first year, and uh, which he's done. Um, wonderfully, but there have been a lot of changes. Um, you know, we we've had a couple we had a couple of priests here on internships, and they're they're heading out right away. And then we're we're getting a new associate pastor. We're really excited about. Right. Father Alex, he's just been ordained, and so he, we're super excited for him to join us. And he's got some stuff weeks. on YouTube.
0: I kind of, yeah. looked him up a bit. He seems like yeah. a fun, dynamic, media Thank savvy yeah. kind of fellow. I think he's going to bring a lot of energy to Father Simon and, yeah. and, your, and the leadership. Yeah,
1: team. we're really excited to have him at the table for senior leadership, and just we're going to learn from him. I'm sure, yeah. you know, he's he's uh, got a lot to offer. So, you know, no pressure, not huge expectations, but no, we're just so excited to see how the Lord's going to you know use him here in this in this opportunity. Change so. is
0: all, all such a part of what yes. what we do. Like we have a culture of change. And yes. once you have a culture of change, you can learn to adapt and continue to live out your principles in ways that continue you heading in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think around around St. Benedict Parish, we've just done a really good job and and again, some of mm-hmm. it's learning the hard way, mm-hmm. but of understanding what do we value? What are yes. what principles do we want to live out? and let's live it out in good times and bad.
1: Yes, exactly. And not always easy, you know. It's not the easy way often to to have the crucial conversations or to enter into those, but it bears fruit and it's so worth it. And yeah, I'm very grateful that we make every attempt to live live our values and and to lean into those leadership principles that are so core and fundamental and yeah, again, just so grateful to be a part of the team. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: So, what's your so what's summer? I mean, we're yeah, we probably can summer. think of summer now. Yeah, that the conference is exactly. behind. You, but what's summer going to look like around here for the leadership team and the staff?
1: Well, it's not like feet up and relax. It's <laughs> summer is an exciting time to to plan and to lay the groundwork and to get excited about the ministry season. But it's a busy time of preparation. Sure. You know, and so. Um, We often try to have a few more strategic meetings if we can to try and kind of maybe get through some of the things that we weren't able to get through in the last few months. Um, so it'll be a a bit of that
0: catch up around big strategic items catch up on
1: big strategic items you know we'll be onboarding obviously Father Alex so that'll be you know that'll be exciting
0: and still onboarding Tanya still
1: onboarding Tanya you know for evangelization and and, uh, you know Alpha and Connections and so um, and then of course you know we've added Beta which is you know a Mm -hmm. bit of an innovation so that's um,
0: we talked a little bit about that I think last time with Father Simon yeah in terms of a follow up to Alpha for the summer
1: right to just try and keep the momentum and keep people engaged and so look forward to that um so yeah it'll be it's busy it's always you know it's busy but a different kind of busy you know things are maybe a little more relaxed in terms of you know with the there aren't as many ministries. I mean, there are some ministries that, of course, continue and ongoing through the summer, but some aren't. And yeah. so it gives that opportunity to kind of refresh and well, try some to, people
0: take vacation, too, yeah, so you got to kind exactly. of plan around that. But, yeah. you know, and I know for our friends in Australia, they're going, Summer, what are you talking about? It's winter. I know, <laughs> I know. And so whenever, you you know, these people, these parishes have their downtime, make the most of your downtime. Absolutely. But like, just don't put your feet up. Like, it's yeah. a great time to evaluate. In fact, I think Even. we have a leadership session or a webinar coming up in the Divine Renovation Association soon mm. on— and how to make the most of your summer.
1: Yeah, um, because it's great important. to read. Like for me, I find it, you know, a great opportunity to catch, catch up on reading, you know what investing I mean? In stuff yourself stuff a get invested. Yeah. Connecting wow. with leaders, you know, you maybe haven't had as much of an opportunity to. You can connect, you know, maybe on a patio somewhere and just mm. kind of change that up a bit. But yeah, absolutely work to be done. Different kind of work, but important and fun, and exciting. We, you know, we look at our calendar for the year ahead, we start planning out our preaching series. Right. You know, and all those those things, trying to get the big rocks in place before we kind of can put the the smaller rocks in place. So, we're you know, and every year we're more strategic, haven't we? Yes,
0: every year. And you've been a big part of that success because you've always known Mm -hmm. the tension points Mm -hmm. and always been trying to call us to be more. uh, It's
1: intentionality around that, right? Trying to sort of make sure that we, you know, do get those big and most critical things in place. You know, like thinking of where our leaderships are going to fall and. Leadership summits, you know, and those, and also what other leadership things we're going to do to invest. Mm-hmm. You know, we the global leadership summit, you know, and just got an email this week right. about
0: that. So, you know, tell us a little bit about mm. how the global leadership summit out of Willow Creek, how that's yeah. been a tool that you've used here.
1: That's been a blessing because we've gone as a staff team and tried to encourage a lot of our ministry leaders too. I mean, I know early years you were like, "Come on, everybody, let's get going," and we got a fair number of people to go to the local the local streamed version. And every time we have takeaways, you know, um, it's a wonderful time to get together as a team and to engage in, in leadership and just be reminded of the fundamentals, you know, sort of back to basics in a lot of ways, but also some new learnings. Like, it was there that I think we first realized we wanted to do crucial conversations was, as a book, yeah. as a team, and started doing that through with the staff.
0: And um, then the four, ex- four, four disciplines, disciplines of, execution, of execution came out of that. That was another
1: one. Um, you know, the white space was a talk last year that a lot of us found was important. A lot of these. Um,
0: Les Moore uh, endorses that too. Les is record. a big endorser
1: <laughs> of the white space. He is. He constantly tries to get us uh, to remind us of that. So, yeah, and it's wonderful to have that opportunity to gather and unpack certain aspects and, yeah. you know, you know le- learn where we can grow more and, and invest in leadership, right? A, sure. As such an important reality.
0: Well, it's it's a big part of what we do. We always say there's two areas that we need to invest in disproportionately, mm-hmm. evangelization and leadership development. Because Absolutely. if we do those two things, well, we really believe that it backfills the other things. Yeah. And all of that is clearly undergirded in a genuine, sincere prayer and personal mm-hmm. prayer life, mm-hmm. um, hopefully reflecting and pouring over the scriptures and, and exactly. leaning into our sacramental life yes. as Catholics. And so... Um, just critical, you know. One of the benefits and one of the beauties of of the conference itself, in terms of fruits, we've gotten a lot new, a lot of new applications mm. to the network. And we have some from Australia, Ireland, wow. um, Detroit, which isn't a country but a city in the U.S. Yeah. Of course, uh, uh, in the UK. Um, Memphis, New York, Woodlands. Wow! I uh, have lots of people that have signed up for the Divine Renovation Association as well, so which good. is just those video resources to coach into people. Mm-hmm. A lot of the same principles that we're talking about in the in the in the network. Um, people in Georgia, Ontario, wow. Germany. So, like people from all over the world, and it's just so exciting again a treat to be yeah. able to do this.
1: Are you going to learn German, Ron? Is that your hope for you? I do you would have time like for that? to. I'm <laughs> gonna,
0: I don't even do English very well, yeah. actually. <laughs> So certainly not in the written word as much as I'd like to, but Kate, one of the things we're mm. going to do for the tail end of this uh, mm. video podcast is we're going to uh, go to, oftentimes we have a guest on, and this time we do too, but it's a recorded video right. that we did, and actually you were interviewing yeah. Father uh, Morrow from, from Australia. He is
1: delightful. Wow. That guy is just joy. He's so excited about what he's doing. He's doing really cool things. It was such a blessing to get to sit down with him th- during the conference and have a chat and yeah, I just love. that. I hope I can go and visit him sometimes. They, <laughs> his his team—they're beautiful people. So, they really are. Yeah. In fact,
0: Vanessa, one of his senior leadership team members, mm. is our first new coach from wow, Australia. Fantastic. She'll be coaching into a church in Portugal. Oh my it or goodness, not. that's that amazing! Crazy? So yeah, we'll uh, be investing in her as a coach. We already wow, have, but we'll continue so to cool. do that. So I'm excited for you to watch the interview video with Kate and Father Morrow.
1: Have you ever read books or listened to talks on parish renewal and leadership and thought, that's good for them? (laughs) But
2: how would that ever happen in my parish? And do these people even know what it's like to be in a parish? How do you bridge the gap between the theory and real life parish? The Divine Renovation Association exists for all those reasons. It's created for and by people who have lived it and are living it right now in real life parishes. I believe that every parish potential to impact the world around it. I believe that every leader has the capacity to be a better leader. I believe that every parish can be so much better and more exciting than it currently is, and we want to help with that, to help you and your team to move your parish from maintenance to mission.
1: So I'm here with you, Father Morrow, and you're from all the way from Australia. Yes. What part of Australia are you from? From Brisbane. Brisbane. Wonderful. Uh, state
2: you... of Queensland. Right, yeah.
1: Okay. Beautiful. And you've had quite the journey to arrive here in Halifax. We did. a <laughs> Bit of a longer journey than anticipated. But nonetheless, you're now here safely, maybe not as well rested as you would hoped. But I'd love to hear a little bit about what's your parish context and how you came to be here in Halifax for Divine Renovation in 2018.
2: Right. So our parish is the, the youngest parish in the Archdiocese of Brisbane. Oh, cool. We were formed eight years ago. So was oh. uh, I am the first parish priest. Oh, cool. The foundational parish priest, which is good. Yeah. I always say that's an advantage. Mm. You know, people don't say, what? Oh, <laughs> yes. Parish priest before used to do that. Exactly. And that. That's always <laughs> so how we've done good. things. Yeah. Wow. And I encourage my parishioners not to do that once I'm mm. gone. You know, Don't say mm-hmm. that. It's not good.
1: Mm-hmm. Just
2: adjust to whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Parish priest. Yeah.
1: Okay, so eight years in your eight parish? Eight
2: years in my parish. Wow. And um, so we didn't have a church, obviously. Okay. So we're using a school, wow. uh, a hall, a college. The okay. Catholic school.
1: Oh wow! Okay. And
2: uh, it was only last year, the first of September, that we moved to to a church. Oh
1: wow! So we built a
2: new church, and uh, oh. just few months.
1: Oh, fantastic! <laughs> it is. And how did you hear about divine renovation, or what got you on this path?
2: So I was searching. I was mm. searching. Um, I read "Rebuild."
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: uh, it was three years ago probably, mm. and uh, I said, "Well, I need to do something." Mm. And um, and then I. Don't remember who told me that there is actually another book. Okay. So, really, What? <laughs> what's called? Yeah. It's Divine Innovation. Okay. So, I got the book and I started reading the book mm. and I said, that's, that's great. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm. And I always believe in the providence. The timing was good mm. because after reading the book, Father James came to Australia. Right. It was uh, November 2016. Yes. And uh, I said, Well, I, I need to go. I need to attend that oh. conference. Right. And uh, so I, I went. I actually did something. Cheeky, I bought six books and nice. I gave a book, a copy of the book, to six of my parishioners. I said, "Just, I want you to read this book." I didn't need an agenda. Great. <laughs> and then I invited them to the conference, and uh, basically wow. those people became the, my leadership team. Wow! So, yeah.
1: Amazing, yeah. fantastic. What's and how's your experience been of having a team, working out of a team?
2: It has been fantastic. I had mm. a pastoral ca- parish council. Right. Wasn't working. Uh, right. Was frustrating. I actually let it die slowly, mm-hmm. <laughs> natural death. Right. Yes. Natural death. <laughs> and for two, two years, my parish had no leadership in terms wow. of I was basically doing everything, but right. very maintenance. Mm. You know. Mm. So and what having yeah, yeah having them on board team? makes mm. made such a difference in mm. my life, personal life. Wonderful. As well.
1: mm. What's what's one thing that surprised you about having a leadership team?
2: um sharing responsibilities hmm. and sharing like decisions right. at the end of the day i know that i'm the one making right. decisions yes. but it really helps me and mm. uh, i i become more accountable mm. and my priestly life has become so more you know beautiful and and and, and and truthful as well right yeah it feels
1: more authentic and exactly a richer experience. Yeah. It wow, does. that's a blessing. How often? What What's your rhythm? Do you guys meet fairly frequently, or what's that look like for you?
2: Yeah, so we've been meeting for um, fourteen months. Wow. The beginning was every every week, mm-hmm. until a couple of months ago, where we decided let's let's meet fortnightly, maybe. Right. Uh, we felt the need of you know in really catching up and right. and we had a new vision statement created wow. within the parish Wonderful. so we had an old one so okay didn't oh, work wow. was there for years okay uh all the way in the bulletin but <laughs> we, it wasn't working just
1: right. so we said so let's start again new.
2: let's start again
1: cool so can you what's your vision statement
2: oh, <laughs>
1: to you <be> on the <laughs> spot i know it's always a little
2: our lady of the southern cross um uh catholic parish is a safe community of love Who believes in the power of the Holy Spirit? Who brings people to Jesus and make disciples? And as a disciple, I commit to uh, the five pillars of the church, uh, which you uh, like: worship, service, um, ministry, and giving. Yeah.
1: Okay. Wonderful. Wow. And what's is there something like? Can you name something you've seen like some fruit of something more recently? Like. Is there anything specific that you you know that comes to mind for you in terms of recent fruit that you've definitely, seen? Definitely, definitely.
2: Yeah. I'd like to mention the Pentecost challenge. Oh, you did! We it. did that.
1: Nice. We oh, did that. Awesome, Father Moro. That's fantastic.
2: <laughs> we did that. Were you At nervous? First, yeah. Were you pretty? I, I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. But I knew that something could happen like yeah. something that i wasn't expecting or who knows but yeah. i like risking I, I, um, awesome you're yeah i said okay to out. Let, let's do it let's, let's do go it for it and i was so pleasantly surprised it was <gasps> amazing so we had 90 people coming wow
0: we got two 90 messes people.
2: two messes oh. on one oh. on a saturday one on a sunday wow. and we got 90 people who stood up and uh, i, I you know, told them please stand and uh, yeah. i want to pray for you and as actually you're standing come forward they all came forward Wow! Amazing, oh, and beautiful. some of the other people were just, "What's happening? <laughs> who are these people?"
1: Wow, that's <laughs> and incredible! It was
2: amazing. It was amazing. I oh was in tears, and
1: yeah, uh, oh, I was so not beautiful. expecting
2: so many people.
1: Wow, ninety!
2: Ninety! Incredible! I was, spe- I was expecting people who have done Alpha, right? But we had people who had not done Alpha who still mm. stood up and came forward, wow. saying so something has happened in my life in the last twelve beautiful. months. Beautiful,
1: amazing. Oh, so you're running Alpha? You mentioned it, yeah, yeah. and is that going well? Obviously it's going there's, well. There's so we, this is
2: our fifth alpha. Wow! So we started uh, a year, more than a year ago. Just twelve of us, yeah. basically the leadership team, right. plus six more. We invited one oh, excellent. Each. and uh, and then, wow! We started alpha in our parish.
1: Beautiful. So you're moving into a, you know, after that you're moving into a culture of alpha, basically, Definitely, because you're, yes. oh, you're sustaining Definitely that. Definitely yes. And what's your hope for for these coming days? Like, do you have sort of anything specific you're hoping to take away, or what do you what are you expecting? As much as we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You as much as we can, and uh, being it.
2: on the journey has been mean, mm. not just meaningful, but you know, opening doors to to, right. to what's next to the future.
1: Right. And
2: we understand what you're talking about. Mm. You know, we just need to, to make sure it happens in right. a crash. And we know we need to be patient because yes. sometimes that's really the key, is it? Yes,
1: yes. It's, it does take time. It's, it does take time. And it's so hard don't work. don't get discouraged. Exactly. Don't get discouraged. It's hard work, but it's so worth it. It right? is. I mean, to have those 90 people come forward, it like is. what more, like what is better? Mm. You know, it's such a gift. It is. So, wow. So what about... Um, so you are running alpha and you're, you're doing well with that. And what about, are there any changes or any other things you've made? You've got a senior leadership team, anything else that sticks out for you that you've kind of done yeah, recently? So uh,
2: apart from the vision, we have a new, mm. new vision, of course. Yeah, um, uh, we also, uh, created a, uh, strategic, uh, team. Oh, wow. Um, just a month ago, we we're going to the SWOT analysis through with them mm. and, uh, uh, do the fine strength thing.
1: Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, okay. finding. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah.
2: Cool. So Neat.
1: So you're diving into that too. Yeah,
2: yeah, we are. Beautiful. We are. So meeting uh, five times, six times a year mm. at the beginning and uh, working strategies how to implement the vision statement. Wow. And we're also starting connect groups.
1: Oh, beautiful. So we
2: had a meeting with some wow. uh, leaders already who we think can, can lead Excellent. the groups.
1: Oh, so good!
2: Yeah, we are actually. Vanessa went to. uh, She went to one. To a connect this morning after mass, she was invited.
1: Yes, it's great. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Those that's um, it's exciting too because that's one of our newest, newly formed, Mm. um, phenomenal leaders in that one. And uh, so, wow, that's so great that she was able to try that because they're just. They're a total blessing for sure yeah. so and what do you how do you what's the feel in your parish Do have people are they excited they're happy for you they're supporting yes. you being here and yes
2: yes of they, course yeah. we had, you know some some people <laughs> are not excited yeah. you know, what's happening yeah. we had some people who actually moved to another other parishes right not many right but we had that we experienced that mm-hmm. as well we had um, um, an anonymous letter as
1: well <laughs> Anonymous, letters. anonymous letter. Anonymous
2: mm. letter It was fun. Um, yeah. I preached a series about money.
1: Oh, And it
2: was after that series that we had an anonymous letter. What is this church becoming? All business. And I uh, said, <sighs> so, like, you know, we're going to move to another parish. And it's hard when, when it's yeah. an anonymous letter. You can't really... no you can't really address it conversation and no and yeah but that's okay yeah we spoke to the bishop about what we want Mm. to do and he's on board he said you know go for it how can i stop you try (sighs) you need to try something different and
1: we need to try things, yeah, you know, we need do try things to differently. to support. Wow, that's amazing! So you've got a big group supporting you from home. So hopefully, maybe they'll yes. be watching on live stream at some hopefully. point. And Definitely. So hello, if they're, <laughs> if they're tuning in, it's wonderful to have you all join us and. Yeah, I mean, it's just so exciting to see that people are passionate about renewing parishes and about bringing people to Jesus and having Mm. that encounter and just uh, making disciples. Yes, exactly. And hopefully more people will take up the Pentecost challenge and they'll see more people with Transformed lives mm. and is there one of those people that stood up maybe one of the 90 that that you can think you know That kind of you know of uh, they've had an amazing life transformation Or is there anyone specific that comes to mind when you think of that
2: with few, few few mm. of them yeah. and um, We asked to, to witness to give a testimony. Mm.
1: Oh beautiful during
2: masses Yeah, sure wow. them have
1: wow. That's fantastic. Yes, yes oh. It's incredible. It's just so encouraging because people are doing amazing things around the world, yes. and the spirit is moving. So, thank you so much. You're I'm welcome. so grateful that you've you've come all this way. I hope you have an amazing <laughs> few days. Thank you. Um, you know, be assured of all of our prayers. We'll all be praying, and hopefully, we'll all be learning and growing together. Thank you so and much. It's being... great when you, you yeah. have a real story. Yeah. Uh,
2: you know, yeah. you become believable, and people say, "Wow, we can do that."
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can do that because you're our here parish. now, and you see that it's not. There's nothing really amazing about this place, right? You're very underwhelmed oh, wow. by us, but overwhelmed by well, God. We do things well. You do
2: things well. We, do things yes, well. we
1: try, but do it's do pretty, well. uh, yeah, pretty, pretty normal place mm. in many ways, right? Yes. So, Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks again so much, Father Morrow. It's yeah, such well, a blessing can. that you're here with your team, and uh, we're just so grateful and excited and anticipating what the Lord um, is going to continue to do and work in Thank our you. lives. Thank you. We're
2: looking forward awesome. to the next couple of days.
1: Yay. <laughs> thanks so much.
0: God bless. You know, I love Father Morrow and his team. They're so amazing. So
1: beautiful. <laughs> Such good people. Yeah. Just inspiring. I love how we spoke about jumping in and doing the Pentecost challenge as we've been calling it, but measuring what matters and asking people who've become disciples in the last year to step forward. I mean, that's brave and bold and beautiful and he did it and many others did it. And what a gift that we're starting to measure things that really matter. You know, who's who's, you know, encountered Christ and the Holy Spirit and walking with the Lord now like and Amazing, and you it's don't have so to be good. in the
0: network to do that. Now, Any church, we're just—if you're listening to this podcast or watching it on uh, on the video podcast, we just really encourage you to do this. Do it's, it. it's go a, for it. It's scary, but it's important because it holds our feet to the fire. Is all this church stuff we're doing actually making disciples? And if it's not start to innovate and find new ways to do it. The other thing I really like, too, is, you know, Father Morrow, you know, it's a new church. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, he read the book Rebuilt, which so mm-hmm. did we. Didn't yes. we love it? Oh, we, we love, love Father it. Michael we laugh and Tom. so much.
1: They're so good.
0: So good. Uh, and then, you know, somebody else said, I thought it was cute, and there's another book.
1: <laughs> there is? <laughs> yeah.
0: so, not that there's not loads, but, yeah. you know, then he read you know, divine renovation. It was just around that time that Father James just happened to be going over there for yeah. a conference, and the fact that he bought six of those books, didn't tell people, and you know, gave it to them it and, still, then, yeah. and then invited them to be on his leadership team. It just, it was just so cool. Timing is everything, and it yeah. all seemed to come together.
1: Yeah, and he had a plan. He was going to bring them, and then now just working out of a team, and what a game changer that is for him as a priest to have this amazing team around him to support him, and and they're gifted people, and lay people want to be a part. You know, they're willing to step into that. So don't feel like it has to be something done in isolation. Amen.
0: You know? so, Amen. So great him. interview. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad you enjoyed that and I'm glad you had the opportunity <laughs> yeah, was to do blessing. that. And yeah. Certainly not a repeat for anybody that was watching no. the live stream. That was fresh.
1: That's right. Fresh material.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell you, it's been really fun it's doing really this fun. with you today. Uh, it's been a treat. And, and for those of you that are listening and watching, thank you for joining us. It is a pleasure to serve you through this video podcast and to bless you. Three things we want you to know. One of them is that the video podcast or sorry, the live stream for DR18 will be coming down this week and going behind the Divine Renovation Association. So I wanted you to know that so that if you wanted to get one more view or get somebody else to see it, now's the time to do it. But after that, uh, if you want to see it or if you're interested in all the things we're doing to equip churches, you can do one of two things. Go to our divinerenovation.net website, click on equip, and you will see how to join the Divine Renovation Network and how to join the Divine Renovation Association. And so all those videos will be there for you to use with your church, with your teams, with your key volunteers. It's a wonderful resource. Uh, And I'd also encourage you to, there's the Divine Renovation app where you can watch these videos live and see where we're speaking, where our conferences are, and how you can connect with us. So thank you very much for watching and listening, and God bless you all.